It's not another Buffalo podcast. The bi-weekly show hosted by three of the most underqualified sports personalities this side of the canal. With Pat. Well, it doesn't matter if it's the patron state of mediocrity, Ryan Tannehill, or um, Malik Willis under center. The Titans still, I think, have another good year left in them. And I think that Mike Vrabel could coach whatever South Carolina State University to, you know, an FPS national championship appearance. John. The Titans always feel like a glass house to me. For whatever reason, their record is always way better than they look playing games. Yes. And Rando. It smells like sh- it looks like sh- Yeah, so. no, that's Mike Vrabel is Stanley Steamer carpet yeah. cleaner, dude. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. I was with the poor with the poor college football reference, man. This guy could he could, you know, he'll steam over some of the shittiest carpets you've ever seen. On Buffalo Rumblings. Well, welcome back to Not Another Buffalo Podcast. I'm John. I'm here with Pat. Some good moments in that intro there. I forgot about that highlight. Stanley Steamer carpet cleaner. Pat has some of the most iconic unplanned lines ever. Yeah, no, it's um, I am excited. I think we might get to see Mr. Willis. Um, what is it tomorrow night? I believe Titans are playing Titans Ravens. So really, cool. really, you're gonna watch that. So are there any other preseason games besides that that you're gonna tune into besides the Bills, or at least try to? I, I want to see if Mac Jones. I don't think he's gonna play. Um, so I, I guess I'll hold off on the Pats, but that'll be interesting to see. I guess Brian Dable, but. He's got in the works in, in New York as well. Giants, Patriots. What what day is that game? They're both tomorrow. Titans. They're both Ravens, tomorrow. Ooh, Pats, I might have Giants. to uh might have to make some time to watch that. Yeah. By the time this episode airs, they'll have already have happened. So uh Yeah, no. Should be cool. Yeah. Anyway, sorry, we're a Buffalo Rumblings podcast. You can find us on Twitter at not buff podcast. Always forget that part. But uh How are you doing though, Johnny? I, I'm doing good. It's it's late. We had some unforeseen circumstances. So Brandon might be joining us later. He might not, depending on how far we get and what time he gets home. <laughs> but uh yeah, not another wing it podcast is alive and well at this point. But uh this is episode ninety nine. I don't know how we made it this far, but thanks to everyone for listening. And this being episode 99 means the next one is episode 100. We've already talked about it a little bit. We do have that tweet on our, our Twitter page by the, when the last episode came out. I had forgotten to put that on there. So sorry to all of you who listened to the podcast on your morning drive to work and then went to our Twitter page to retweet that tweet because you want to win an ABP swag and it wasn't there. I apologize. It's there now. So anyway. We'll be giving away some stuff, some NABP swag. Brandon's got a bunch of Bill stuff that's signed that he wants to give away too. So uh, it won't just be a bunch of useless NABP swag that, you know, will be a, a real good thrift store find in like 30 years from now. Like, I don't know what you think, Pat, but that, that's a deep cut. It'll be a deep cut at that point. That's good. I mean, even if you only wear it one time, at least you'll be able to think of us. Exactly. But. So we're all getting ready for the preseason game. Bills Colts Saturday at 4 p.m. Eastern. Reportedly, Matt Ryan and the first team is going to be getting reps in really? this game. So some some valuable reps for some of the Bills' younger guys, uh, the cornerbacks in particular. Yeah. So I mean, uh, at least they'll get to see some elite talent um, on the field. <laughs> you know. Uh, yeah, I I hope you don't throw the G word in there. Uh, elite is pushing it already, um, but. You know, I know you like to toss around the G word. Yeah, I'm not going to uh, toss it around. We'll see. We'll see how young Christian Christian Benford feels after um, yeah. dealing with former NFL MVP Matt Ryan. But I don't know. There's <laughs> there's a couple things I'm excited to see, honestly. So I I think that it'll be cool. Yeah, yeah. What what you watching for? Well, there's just a couple of these younger guys that I'm really excited to see. 
I think especially, I, well, I don't, and I don't want to say, I, I mean, I think this happens every year, but I don't know, you know, they pick one player and they really do hype him up. But Khalil Shakir apparently is like playing out of his skull. I mean, obviously we just talked about him, Christian Benford, it'd be cool to see how deep we are at the defensive back position. I would like to see the punt god punt the ball at least once. Terrell Bernard too is, is climbing up the depth charts. I don't necessarily want to see Kyrie Elam or James Cook play because that that's like first half of the third game dress rehearsal type type reps. But I don't know. It'll just be interesting to see how much of the first team plays too. I guess that's it's, it's always yeah. a toss up with that first preseason game. I'm, I'm interested to see how they handle the rookies because I mean, the Bills, like many teams, treat rookies differently, right? If you look at their depth chart, I don't think there's a single rookie in a starting position. Like even Kyrie Elam is, is sitting behind Dane Jackson in the depth chart. That That's probably just a like, you're a rookie, you got to earn your spot kind of thing, like McDermott type thing, which I can totally understand. But I wonder if they treat it that way when it comes to preseason reps because you got to think if Kyrie Elam goes down, you are really, really, yeah, like knock on wood. Don't, I'm not going to speak it into existence even though I just did. Sorry. Like you're really thin at the cornerback position. So, but this again is a team that Josh Allen has played in the preseason last year. And, you know, I, it's a stressful experience watching Josh in the preseason, uh, you know, back to his rookie year in the preseason. That was fun. After that, it's just like scared of him getting injured, you know, running a vanilla offense. And I don't even know if there's really a benefit to him being in there. I mean, obviously, you know, you want to say that you're, you're like warmed up, right? You like guys are fresh heading into the season if they've gotten preseason reps. They they played last year and look how fresh they looked against the Steelers. So I don't know. I mean, how many drives do you think Josh Allen usually gets in a preseason? How many did he get last year? Probably like half of one game. He stayed in there for a long time. Yeah, I mean in the third well, preseason game. I was gonna say the third preseason game is usually the dress rehearsal. Well, didn't the first preseason game last year was that the Packers game? I can't remember. That was the third game last that was the, year. Okay. That was the I don't think rehearsal. he played. I don't think he. T- I don't think he played honestly until that game. Did he? I don't think he did. Which is interesting too, because when they switched to the three-game format, I would have thought that they would have used the second, yeah, second game, game as the dress rehearsal, because they used to have that fourth game to really just play the back end of the roster so they can see, you know, who's going to make the team in that spot. But I, I, I mean, I would not be super upset if Josh Allen didn't take a snap in the preseason. But didn't he's on I the record? Be saying, I would be elated. Put him on ice. He is on the record as saying, though, he he feels like he would play better. You know what I mean? The more reps he gets in the preseason. So, I mean, if they, if that's what you want, Josh, God bless you. But I don't think that, you know what I mean? If you are the Trent Green in this metaphor, I don't think that there's a Kurt Warner waiting in the wings to absolutely destroy your statistics. <laughs> but I don't know. I, I feel like, I mean, Josh is a competitor through and through. You can barely hold that guy off the field when he's injured, much less the preseason. I mean, if he, if he wants to play, he wants to play. I mean, he can... He can go ahead and say that it's going to make him better in the season. And maybe that's true, but I think that there's, there's some motivation behind it because he wants to be on the field. He loves playing the game and being competitive and stuff like that. And I think he's ready to get back at it, you know, after how last season ended. So but how rocking do you think high Mark is going to be pretty rocking? I think, I think that this preseason, I mean, did we have COVID protocols for last preseason? I can't I remember. I don't think so. I don't think we did. So, I mean, I didn't get to attend a preseason game last year either. Um, did you go to any of the preseason games last year? No, just, um, just, just a couple just of regular seasons. And games. it was packed. So, I mean, I'm going to be very careful how I word this, but never have I seen such anticipation for a team, especially anticipation for back-end players that might not even make the team going into a season. So, I don't know. I, I think it'll be a good time. I wonder if that's the family day game too. Uh, I think they do kids day. 
did they do it for this game? Because I thought that they usually did it for like the last preseason game, but they might be away for the other two. I'm not sure. Because um, if if this is their only home one, then that would have to be kids' day. Let's look that up. The Broncos are here Saturday, August 20th, and the Bills are in Carolina at the Panthers uh, August 26th. Okay, kids' day is August 20th when the Bills host the Broncos. So look out for that. Look out for Russell Wilson not taking a snap. Um, yes. Look out for Josh Allen not taking a snap. Hopefully they walk around the stadium and give lots of autographs to the kids. But that would be cool. Sorry, yeah, uh, sorry, Jimmy. We're not going to let Josh Allen <laughs> go out there and throw the football and risk injury and uh, ruin the season for all of us at that point. So yeah. But, no, but anyway, you were saying you were talking about some back end players that you're really hyped for and you think all the fans are hyped for. Because when you say something like that, I think to like the drought years <laughs> where we had to get excited about those players because having a bunch of dark horses on the team yeah. is really the only hope we ever had of of making the playoffs or anything like that but who are, who are some of the guys that you think that might not even make the roster that you're you're hyped to see when we were at training camp i kept thinking who's number 35 he's moving around pretty good so raheem blackshear um at this point he is the fifth running back on the team but he was moving he was shaking and baking and then the other guy and i wouldn't say he's well i guess he is a back end player because he's um you know potentially gonna get cut but Marcus Stevenson I would really like to see him you know I, I felt like he and Tavon Austin like they they definitely are smaller dudes which was interesting but like they moved around really well and we got to see a lot of them in front of us because there was a lot of second and third team reps happening on our end of the field so I mean number one I do want to see Raheem Blackshear maybe a little bit of James Cook's like we said probably probably not a whole lot but also just that wide receiver room I, I really want to see how that shakes out for sure. That's the most interesting battle, if you will, depending. I mean, because there's so many angles to it, you know, do they value Jay Kumaro's special teams over, you know, Marquez Stevenson's kick returning skills or something like that. So it'll be interesting to see. The other part to this, too, is I believe that Marquez Stevens is, is injured right now. I'm not sure how long he's out for, but there is a chance that he could start the season with an injury designation. Um, just like they did last year. If you remember, he hurt his ankle in camp and then started the season on IR. And that's how they were able to retain him and not just release him to the pra- and hope that they could sign him to the practice okay, squad. Because I don't really see anything here that says. Okay. Uh, Bill's second year wide receiver Marquez Stevenson will be sidelined multiple weeks with a foot injury. Um, so if he's week to week, I think his best chance of making the roster is going to be on IR injuries are terrible and it's a lot of work for a player to rehab, but there was a very real chance that he was not going to be on the roster week one. And if you thought that there was a chance that somebody was going to poach him last year, I think there's an even better chance this year because he's, he's got speed. He returned that kick in the Chicago game. So he's got stuff on tape, you know, for people to see. I think that if he gets released, then he's not going to, make it past waivers to be able to be signed to the practice squad. No, I agree. That's just my guess. Maybe, maybe not. Maybe we're just overestimating our own players, but cause I really want to see Isaiah Hodgins too. He was, he was, that's quite the large. other part about this is we kind of wrote him off before yeah. this camp and all of a sudden he's flashing. Like we wanted him to last year. Yeah. So I mean, he's had two years where he hasn't seen the field really. So hopefully a third year is the charm, but he was, he was very large. Um, yeah he's got a very similar form to gabriel davis those two are pretty comparable and in size and speed and that type of thing you know because we were just hoping that one of those guys would would bloom and then obviously isaiah hodgins with a with an injury two or three years ago uh was out for a full season 
if I remember correctly. But yeah. I mean, we could do, we should do a full episode on this wide receiver battle. And honestly, we should keep, uh, keep track of it as we watch these games as well, because it's going to change from game to game. I wonder how much the top end of the roster gets into the rotation at wide receiver. Probably not a lot. Yeah. I don't think that Stefan Diggs is going to take a single preseason snap and he shouldn't. I hope not. Um, probably a lot of the defense too, like Mike, Micah Hyde and Jordan Poyer probably won't take a preseason snap. Um, nursing injuries, obviously Trey. Uh, probably out until week one at best. Yeah, at I don't point. think Edmonds being... and Milano necessarily need to be out there either. No, um, no. And there's tons of guys who could use quality reps behind yeah. them. So I'm totally fine with that. So I am excited to watch preseason. I, I'm almost more excited to watch preseason with some of these guys that we haven't seen play yet because you do get to see meaningful reps. Whereas like if you had the starters out there, you're just watching them run a vanilla offense and it's not what they're really used to. So, you know, that, that kind of makes it a little bit easier, but yeah, no, it'll be cool. I'm, I'm excited to see too. I mean, like we said, he doesn't necessarily have to play, but Kyrie Gillum seems to have a little bit of scrappiness to him. So that'll be interesting to see if he keeps his cool out there. Yeah. Plenty of, plenty of little spats going on. Nothing like New York Giants camp where, you know, John Feliciano was. What, what's going on over there? Did you see the clip of John well, he, Feliciano? WWE moved that guy. I didn't know if that was serious though. I didn't know if they were playing around or what. No. Yeah. That was, that was a real flight. And, uh, and bad mouth the bills a little bit, I will say, but yes, the day before that. And, uh, then also Bobby Johnson, you know, familiar name around here was <laughs> got in a fight with a player at, at, during that same scruffle whatever you want to call it, kerfuffle, scuffle, all that put together. I don't know, but yeah, dumpster fire. That is the New York giants organization since Tom Coughlin had enough of them, but yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I'm interested to see how the Giants like. I can almost root for the Giants this year because they yeah, have enough bills too. on them. Like, I, I I would be really happy if they won the NFC East, which is you know a tall task with the Eagles being a hot pick there, and then Dallas. Obviously, as well, the go with Dak Prescott as well in the, <laughs> in the division. Right, right. So yeah, I don't know. It'll be interesting. I mean, the best case that they have going for them. You know, not that Daniel Jones is ever going to be really any good, I don't think. You don't have to pay him anything. The best case, it's it's just addition by subtraction. You've got, you know, what's his name leaving? It's the same situation as Jack, Joe Judge leaving. Same situation as Jacksonville. You, you, it's the Ralph Kruger effect. You know, we talked about this multiple times on the pod. So it would be cool. I'd like to, I mean, I don't know. Cause the other, well, I don't want to speak this into existence either, but I'm going to speak it because honestly, either it's a, Sean McVay, Jared Goff situation, or it's a Tom Brady, Charlie Weiss situation. And then everyone even forgets that Charlie Weiss ever existed. I mean, hopefully it's like a mix of the two of them, but it'll be interesting to see how differently, or I guess similarly, Dan Jones plays with Mr. Brian Dable back there as well. So, yeah. And who knows, maybe we'll see Tyrod Taylor getting some, uh, getting some reps over there. So that wouldn't be, that would make me root for that team even more, to be honest with you. So, uh, you know, I, I have no emotional connection to Daniel Jones, but Tyrod, we'll root for Tyrod. So well, Tyrod's just been on some dumpster fires of teams like yeah, yeah. over the years. All right. <laughs> but okay, so if you haven't been on Twitter in a few days, I gotta ask you if you saw the Case Keenum undercover at Bill's Camp video. My my dad sent me some video. Let me see what he sent me. Sorry, Dad, I didn't I didn't you. <laughs> oh no, he just sent me the official Buffalo Bills depth chart but it wasn't case keenan was trying to get autographs from everyone or something and they were giving him he looked like yeah. he looked like steve-o in the in the still frame <laughs> of of the of the tweet itself yeah he was yeah. wearing the bucket hat right yep yep so so pat you saw this on twitter and scrolled past it yeah 
So what exactly? Okay, don't make, if you see it again, don't make that mistake again. Like it was hilarious. Uh, it, it was it was pretty funny to laugh at some of the players' reactions. But yeah, no, it, it got shared by like Sports Center, reposted on ESPN. Uh, you know, all the all the national people picked it up. So it was it was pretty funny. All right, well I'll check it out. All right, let's get a break in here really quick. We'll be right back. We got some quotes with Pat, and uh, you know if Brandon ever gets home, maybe we'll have some uh, some trivia with Brando. So stick around. Yeah, yeah. Something in the dark when I'm driving my car Something in the Alright, so we're back. We got Brando with us now. What's Recently up? returned from uh, Sodus Bay. Had a good night. So uh, Beautiful this place. Is this is one of the latest NAPPs after dark I think we had. It is it's now, so late. It is now 11.41 p.m. on the East Coast for you boys. So uh, I just set my alarm for uh, 4.55 a.m. Oof, oof. I won't get up to like 5.15, but that's my first one. Yeah. That, that's rough. at that point that you start kind of bargaining with yourself and thinking like, oh, I think I heard that one time that like, humans used to be programmed for two four hour periods of sleep <laughs> and like people used to get up in the middle of the night and get work done and then go back to bed like maybe that'll help me maybe i'll just shoot for four hours instead of five and then you just feel terrible the next day anyway so there's, like there's no self-negotiation here i i am not mad about it at all i had a good day today i was looking forward to talk to you guys i felt bad about putting you on hold there right, um, and uh you know it's just golf course work tomorrow so. so let's say it rains then you don't have to water the greens right then you can just stay uh, I, in bed. I have to go and it's for carts. So I literally sit in the rain in under a cart and watch. I watched uh Tiger Woods documentary last time. Nice. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Hey, that's not bad. Oh, Hold it bad. up and a little bit of golf course in the background. I'm sure that helps, you know, full screen. <laughs> yes. But yes. anyway, so Brandon, what are you, what are you looking forward to at training camp? Pat and I just kind of talked all over the place about training camp stuff and uh ended up in some weird places but uh what are you what are you looking for on saturday uh for the game at four uh i want to see players like i want to see our defensive acquisitions shaq lawson and jordan phillips they'll probably play realistically we don't have enough d linemen that they're probably going to get a, a get some reps so they're battling for playing time and our d line as ferocious as it may or may not be the rotational percentage of snaps played starts on Saturday. What you're going to find out is, you know, does Boogie Basham earn time over Shaq Lawson or does AJ Apinesa step in and make a jump to earn a part-time role this year where more than 50% of the share, who's going to play more than 50% of the share. So who's going to make the team? Are they going to carry four, five defensive end? Um, so I'm, I'm curious to see the D line battles. And, uh, Outside of that, I'd like to see our corners. How are they going to play? Um, the Colts, we'll see. You know, Michael Pittman's probably not going to play, but they they have some talent outside and in the slot. So seeing Elam out there, I Elam, what do you say? He plays the whole game. Well, that's what we were talking about earlier. Like, how long would, how much would you want him to play in this first game before you got nervous? The only player that I might say this about is him and. Not even Shakir, uh, Khalil Shakir. I would just put I'll literally play him the whole preseason. What about James Cook? No, we know what we have in James Cook. There's not an but then adjustment. How do, period. do we know what we have in Kyrie Irwin? 
No, this is the argument, though. How many running backs do you see come in the NFL season one rookie and they just pop? They're ready to go. Your senior year in college as a running back, Alvin Kamara. Uh, how many rookies have come out yeah, here? No, I mean, six, I guess they're all SEC all guys. guys, too. I mean, I'm, I'm sure if you can play yeah. in the SEC. Alvin, Alvin Kamara was a third round pick, though, so it wasn't like he was just expected to pop off the, yeah. you know, the first season. But every year, could. there's plenty of there's plenty of guys that are taken high up that flop, though, too. So. You but know. every year you get somebody in these later rounds that pops too. And they're not going to ask a lot of him to start the season, I don't think. They're just going to need a little bit. So I, I don't need to risk that. They're, plus, running back, I feel like, is the highest percentage of injury chance. Um, contact every play, at least, you know, if a toss left yeah. on Elam's out there. And plus, corner, has, is the learning curve is so high with the one-on-one matchups. Like The only way you're ever going to get better defending is the real game time reps. So uh, yeah. I think you got to like throw really, him in the fire. Like dividing assignments and stuff like that. There's so many little intricacies, even in the Bills defense. There's just stuff that's been telling about that. I mean, you hear Levi Wallace talk about, uh, he was on with Jay Spence the King and he was talking about how, you know, they missed an assignment on, you know, that last like 13 seconds play, right? And uh, so just knowing... <laughs> Is that what they call it? Yeah, what <laughs> something like that. So, well, it was it was an assumption thing. So they've been playing in the defense for so long that they assumed he assumed that somebody was going to be over there and and they weren't. So anyway, you know just, what assumptions yeah, cost, guys. Yeah, Come exactly. on, yeah. So they just like all those little squad. things, like not just knowing your assignment, but knowing where everyone else is, is the yeah. secondary layer to that, which actually helps in this defense. Because knowing where you have help and knowing you know what happens if this guy does this what happens if this guy breaks the route off or what happens if he you know takes the option route deep all that stuff so and not for nothing our secondary has literally always been in lockstep with each other like this has never happened right we've never seen th- that's why 13 seconds is so gut-wrenching and so jarring to us because our secondary has played lockdown defense since mcdermott and mcbean took over mcdermott and McBean, you know whatever yeah uh it's late <laughs> and to see to see that happen oh god fire don't, we don't need to get into this i wasn't trying but, to go down that rabbit hole i was just trying to say that like it's agree with you that it's really important for these young guys in the secondary to get time yeah. and it's more time for guys in the back end that have been around for a little bit like jaquan johnson damar hamlin you know see if those guys have progressed from the last few years if if their years on the practice squad um have have really helped them at all so yeah We'll get to see what we have in Christian Benford too. I, I, yeah, you know, I don't yeah. know about you, Brando. You think he makes the team? Yeah. Oh yeah. For yeah. Sure. For sure, he might play. Him and Elam should just play the whole preseason. Be intriguing. Or Dane Jackson. Like Dane Jackson. Play. You know what you you know what you're getting with him yeah, basically. You know. So maybe you know I mean his he's, floor. he's this is his third year in the system, Dane Jackson, right? So realistically, is it, third it's year only going to go up. Yeah, it's jump, only yeah. go up. You know so, where his floor is, at yeah. least. I mean, the man does work out with Aaron Donald every offseason, so perhaps he's going to be a little bit more buff. Won't need that extra preseason rep. <laughs> Either way, I, I guess what I was bringing 13 seconds in about was to just like, you know, that's such an anomaly to get Elam on the page where like one mess up is just like so abnormal to us that it blows our minds because you see it happen with mediocre defenses all the time. How many? I mean, even New England. How many times do you see a blown coverage and you got Diggs or John Brown running down the field on on open or on open uncontested touchdown? And you saw it in Kansas City. Kansas City had multiple blunders that we're not talking about now, 
because they won the game, but their coverage sucked. So we don't see that. So get him on the right page. Yeah, for sure. All right, we're going to do a little quotes with Pat to uh, wrap stuff up tonight. Pat, you said you got two bangers for us two bangers. tonight. Two bangers. Nice. All right, hit us. Yeah, I got two live crew. Slob on my knob, corn on the cob. All right, let's see. Um, <laughs> first quote, if you guys that's, get that. That's, if, oh my God. If, if you guys quote. get that reference. I thought it was then, the quote too. <laughs> <laughs> no, if, if you've ever heard, never mind. It doesn't really matter, but... Um, <laughs> Two live, two live crew. You should definitely, if you've never listened to him, you, you should go home and listen to him. But anyways, um, this first quote is from a um, infamous NFL star. Um, this man has diabetes. Um, that's all I can give you is as 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 hints. Um, he played being, in the NFL and he had diabetes. All right. Yeah, and he's infamous. Being retired and divorced has been great. It's like a license to not give any f**ks, which is kind of my thing. Ever play Settlers of Catan? Yeah, me neither. And now I never have to. I live in Montana now, and there isn't a f- to give for miles. That's paradise for old player name. Terry Bradshaw. No, I mean, kind of cut from the same cloth. Maybe a little bit more recent. Okay. First off, can we talk about Montana? And it's probably a beautiful state to live because of that, right? No one's going to mess with you, but... Uh, also, Settlers of Catan, I was completely against, and um, I played it recently. Dude, I freaking love Catan. <laughs> it's great. I've never played. I've never played. It's great. We'll have to. We'll have to break it out next time I'm home. It, you wouldn't. You would think it would be lame and a nerd fest, but it's actually pretty cool. Honestly, come on. Yeah, it's really fun. There's no no bad. Nerd Says the fest. person who plays Yu Gi Oh. Yeah, come on, come on, <laughs> come on. Yu Gi Oh knocks both those games out of the water. True, but um, um, yeah. So anyways, anyways. <laughs> lives in Montana, doesn't give an f about anything. Um, uh, Brett see. Favre. No, no, he's he recently divorced. Yeah. Recently divorced. He used to actually, his former wife was on TV. Um, it's not Troy Aikman. No, he's infamous for smoking bogeys. Um, oh, uh, uh, went to the NFC championship game once and got hurt in like the first quarter. He didn't play for the Vikings, right? He played for, did he play for the Vikings? Same division. Not that team. Not the Bears. Well, maybe the Bears. Oh man, I don't know. Uh, has diabetes, has diabetes, infamous for smoking cigarettes on the Bears. Let's go through the list. Come on. I mean, it's got to be somebody from the 85 yes. Bears, right? He went to okay. Vanderbilt, John, right down the road from where you went to school. God, I Did he, uh, You're not infamous for throwing 80, for a lot bears. of yards and a lot of interceptions. Now he oh. played in the 21st century. Oh, Kyle Orton, uh, not Jay Kyle Cutler. Orton. The other Jay, Jay Cutler. Jay Cutler. It's Jay yeah. Cutler. He's recently divorced. I think. Yeah, yeah. that's what he said. That's paradise yeah. to old smoking Jay. Uh, <laughs> well, then did you see what his wife said? They've had this big back and forth yeah, in the media. Finances or whatever. Yeah, and then she's like, well, no, I never. I gave up all my friends. I gave up my whole life for him and our relationship and our yeah. family. And he's like, it's, she's like, it's so nice not having to do that anymore. But like. And Jay Cutler gave her the Fox News response. I told her to get a job. But... Um, <laughs> All right. Well, speaking of guys that played for lackluster SEC teams, this next guy. That's not going to help at all. I know. It's a little bit. Lackluster SEC teams in the state of Tennessee. Um, This last guy actually um, started at Alabama and um, through some disciplinary issues, had to go to junior college and finished his career 
at University of Tennessee Volunteers. Um, I believe he's a third round draft pick or a fourth round draft pick. It really doesn't matter. But anyways, he said, I was in the f***ing Pokeball in Alabama and I f***ing evolved into that orange motherfucker Charizard. And um, he was talking about his transition on becoming successful in the NFL. I was in the f***ing Pokeball in Alabama and I f***ing evolved into that orange motherfucker Charizard. <laughs> Went to Tennessee. If you read this quote again, that's gonna. I think we're gonna talk so about bleeps. twenty bleeps for the episode. <laughs> I just I, I picked some racy. This this guy is not gonna play a full season next year. Really? Because he is suspended, suspended? or because he's hurt? I, I don't know. This isn't Andre Smith, right? No, I believe. He's suspended. Oh God! Hold on, I I don't want to give you. Can too you give many. us a position? Uh, he plays a skill position. He's from Atlanta, Georgia, originally. Um, he has parents that are from the African nation of Liberia. Has a name of a famous chipmunk, Alvin, Alvin Kamara. Alvin Kamara. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Has the name of a famous chipmunk, Pat. I like your After Dark. Yeah. Clue. So I yeah. that was like the most ridiculous quote I'd ever heard in my entire life. Like who let Alvin get up there and say that? And then come on, dog. If you if you understand the Pokeball, like you should know the Charmander to Charizard. Like you, you know what I mean. You would think, but or is it Charizard <laughs> to Charmander? No, it's Charmander to Charizard, right? There's one in the middle though. Come on, trivia. Somebody's got to know this. One uh, of you two's got to know Char Charlotte. Oh, you're looking at the wrong person here. <laughs> uh, no, there is one in the middle too. Sorry, um, man, I dropped. Uh, What's the one in the middle? Charmander. Well, Charizard is the Charmeleon. Base. Charmeleon. Charmeleon. Okay, Sorry, I was going to say, stay tuned mic, for man. our next episode when we figure out what's in the middle of uh, these two pokey things. Every anybody, literally, that's not that's probably the most basic Pokemon question. I was going to say that's mad easy. People, our yeah. listeners will be pissed that we didn't know that. But yeah, that's okay. probably Pokemon. Probably. That's the well, only one I, I played is Pokemon Yellow. But all right, well, but, yeah, that was Alvin Kamara right. giving a very strange reference to. He could have just said, "I worked really hard and exerted myself physically, and now I've become successful." But. You know, that wouldn't be as cool. He evolved. Yeah. I'm actually holding an Elva Camara football card right here in my hand. I'm going to put it up in wow. my office, but I was reluctant to do so. <laughs> There's so many better players that you can hang up in your office. But I like Alvin, dude. That's like a legendary story, dude. That's literally the most legend. Well, not the most, but one of the most legendary NFL suspension stories I've ever heard in my entire life. It's wild. Pat, you use that word pretty loosely. Same with generational... Elite. No, Alvin Kamara, that is legendary, dude. It's like, dude, that's uh, you ever watched The Longest Yard, John? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's basically like, when else can you think of a longest yard scenario where they're basically like, all right, we're going to lock you up after the game, but we'll let you go out there and have fun. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, NABP After Dark has NABP been a wild ride. Man. It's been good. All right, make sure you go retweet that tweet if you want to enter our giveaway for our 100th episode, which will be the next episode you hear coming out Wednesday of next 99. week. 99. Yeah, so... Wayne Gretzky maybe? episode... Maybe you guys can help us get to a thousand Twitter followers, but probably not. We got, we so. got to be close, right? I don't even know. It's like 900, I think, or just under a little bit. Not that last time I looked, matters, it was like but anyway. All right. You guys know where to find us on Twitter at NotBuffPodcast. Um, yeah. Happy Friday. Have a good weekend. Uh, enjoy watching the Bills play on this oh, Saturday. Yeah. This is what we've been waiting for. 
Oh, I'm I'm still waiting for the opener. This is this is practice. We talk about some of that hot action. Just to put it in perspective, when the season ended, we were on like episode forty. Yeah, that's how long it's yeah. been since the season ended. Like, so we're ready for Bills football. We're excited. Saturday, four p.m. Pat's Pat's about to drive to Walmart right now to buy an antenna for this game because I told him that's how she should watch it. But anyway, Brandon, what were you going to say? Uh, did we pick the game? Our pickums. Oh, we're all going to pick the I'll bills. Take the bills. Yeah, Brandon's yeah, I'll take preseason bills. pick six pickums. <laughs> you can actually. Oh my god, we're never going to finish this episode. It's hilarious. But anyway, this is, this is my fault. Also, is it on CBS or ABC? Uh, probably CBS. I'm not sure. Whatever. CBS blocks could, out their antenna channels just so you know you, they like force you to buy Paramount. It's a joke, but it should be on local TV because the preseason games are on, good. on FanDuel. You can get, let's see, you can bet on the spread of the game. Obviously no stat or no props or anything like that, but you can bet the bills to win by 14 plus at plus 470. So, uh, wow. Plus might, 470 to win by two touchdowns. Yeah. yeah oh, Case Keenum be is better than their backup. That's a good bet. I would yeah. do that. But Matt Ryan is also starting the game. So, you know, maybe For that makes it an even five minutes. Bet, so, but you know, and he, and he's like, "Oh wait, oh, I think he's generational." So we'll see what's. Oh the God, it, we right. almost made it without bringing it up. What if he pulls a Matthew Stafford, boys? What if he pulls a Matthew? St- even though he's been in the league longer than Matthew Stafford. <laughs> All right, see you guys Wednesday. Go Bills. Go Bills. <laughs> Go Bills. <laughs>